Okay. Hi, Megan. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm. I, you guys, remember how I said I was, like, getting signed by Raddy Jackson, who was, like, outside of my apartment? So we've just been having, like, a lot of um, voice coaching sessions, and I can tell there's a difference. Are you, were you on The Masked Singer? <laughs> yeah, I was the... Um, Grapefruit or whatever the fuck is on that show. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think of something ridiculous. I don't. I don't even know where to begin with that show. Um. No, I was on American Idol. Um, the episode where Ryan Seacrest had a stroke. <laughs> it was actually your singing that induced yeah. said stroke. <laughs> he actually didn't see my audition because he was having a stroke, and so like the cameras panned to him. Um, but yeah, I'll be on this season. <laughs> that was literally the finale. Right. <laughs> so I won, actually. I won. <laughs> this is the last episode I'll be doing because I'm moving to Hollywood and I'm starting my career. Oh my God. Oh, Ryan Seacrest. How is he doing? How is he doing? What if he like, <laughs> what if it was like a situation? I swear, like, every time I talk about him, I have a stroke as karma. Oh, God. I swear, like, what if it was, like, a situation with, like, Avril Lavigne and Melissa? You know what I mean? Only the real fans know. Oh, yeah. Like, or, like, a glitch in the Matrix type of thing. Oh. Yeah, that, too. (laughs) Oh. That stuff skews me out. I don't. I, I skeeved myself out there just now. I know. I just really <laughs> like to ignore things like that because I'm just like, um, like the actual reality that I do live in is like not that great. And so like, I don't need to like stress myself out even more thinking about like other situations. Yeah. I'm sorry. I brought it up. Forget I said anything. Edit this out. <laughs> um, I've never edited this podcast in with my life. <laughs> with all the hard work you do on your editing, please edit that part out. <laughs> Got it. You guys, this is the rawest podcast on the market. Out of all the dumb shit we've ever said. (laughs) That part is what you need to edit out. Cut the cameras. Dead ass. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is the realest, rawest podcast on the market. Um, We're actually the only authentic ones because we don't edit. (laughs) And it's not because I don't know how to, nor do I not want to learn. It's Anywho. not because, and it's not because we want to be real and unedited. Because <laughs> we're lazy. Yeah, I'm truly, you guys. I'm giving you the most I have. I promise. It's not a lot. Um, hi. How are you? What's new? <sighs> you know, just another week. I don't know what to say. Um. I do have a complaint that I'm drinking a margarita right now, a homemade margarita. And you oh. know what isn't good? Homemade margaritas. Yeah, no, they're not. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're no fine. Matter what, like, no matter what, it's just not the same. Even if you take the effort to, like, make a good margarita, which I thought I did, it's not good. But then again, if I was sitting at a bar and someone served me this drink, I would probably be totally okay with it. You know what I mean? 
yeah it's just like a margaritas are uh, not like just a drink this is dumb the margaritas are not just a drink it's like a vibe like when you get margs (laughs) it's like an ordeal it is an experience (laughs) so yeah it's true but it's true I mean margaritas have been like my quarantine like drink of choice like this sounds dumb but like when I go on my walks around the neighborhood and like go to a bar that's doing to go drinks I get margarita because like you said they're good they're a vibe they make me forget that this is my life right now so I'm like so I'm like ooh, I'm gonna do this at home and like I have a really good mixer for it it's like a blueberry uh, like blueberry black tea cocktail mixer and then I had some fresh lime juice and I bought some nice tequila so I was like okay a little blueberry lime margarita yeah yeah, it's just not the same because you're not like with other people being like, let's get margs and like black out after three. Yeah, so now I just feel really sad about <laughs> myself. <laughs> I tried to recreate the margarita vibe by myself at 10 p.m. on a Thursday and it failed. So now I'm just by myself drinking a average margarita at 10 p.m. on a Thursday. You're not in Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> Yes, there is. I could put on, I do have like a little Hawaiian shirt. What if I put on my little Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> I'm worried that, about you. Do you think that would help? <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking rough. <laughs> well, what are you drinking right now? Are you drinking a sad drink? <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking. PM on a Thursday. <laughs> you know what my sad drink is? Water. <laughs> it's water with like those little squeeze flavorings in it. <laughs> oh my god! These flavorings? Is this 2008? Yeah. <laughs> I what wish. Fla- what flavor? That was like the peak of Crystal Light, 2008, wasn't it? I don't even know. Um, I think it's like blackberry. Oh. I don't know. Does it make the water like berry, like black, like a color, or is it like a clear flavor? No, it makes it a color. It like makes it dark red. They're actually oh. like so bomb. Like I forgot those existed until I was dog sitting for someone once, and they had like a little lemonade one, and I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was like, I since then I've been like addicted. <laughs> Wow, you know, it used to be my shit. Hmm. Uh, peach iced tea crystal light. Oh, shit. That shit was good. It's probably, like, way too sweet for me now, but that shit was good. I know. I'm, like, perfectly envisioning the taste of it in my mouth right now, and it's making me, like, Ugh, just because it's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Like, tastes like syrup, yet there's no syrup in there. And then, you know, where you if you put it in a water bottle... You would get some of the powderies around, like, the rim of the water bottle. So then when you drank it, it was, like, crunchy. <laughs> yes. It was like a little margarita with salt around the rim. Rim, 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 rim tray. <laughs> uh, yeah. Crystal Light and margaritas are the type of drinks that are a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> the Crystal Light vibe is your mom picking you up from, like, after school <laughs> program oh, literally literally you have, like, a scrunchy around your wrist <laughs> I mean obviously we only have those crystal light things in the house because my mom 
drank them and bought them because they were diet peach iced tea and they had like no calories but then I would drink them all (laughs) dude yum though now that I'm thinking about it I'm like wait would that be good with like alcohol in it I think I would need that plus some like lemon juice or like lemonade for a little bit of tartness and then some vodka and then it's a vibe Okay, shit. We're getting wild up in this fucking quarantine, bitch. Yeah, we're mixologists. Um, I actually ran out of alcohol like a few weeks ago, and I <laughs> have like gotten too used to the quarantine life that I a don't want to go to the store because wearing a mask like just really stresses me out. Like I'm not mm-hmm. even like worried about the coronavirus. It stresses mm-hmm. me out just to go to the store, and there's, like, so many rules. Like, I, like, literally, I can't. Like, I haven't been to the store in, like, two months. I keep getting all my groceries delivered because I just, like, I can't deal. Like, it just, it's too much for me. I know. And then sometimes I go to the store, and there's a line outside, and I'm, like, yeah. I in line to literally enter. A- Ugh, it's all very strange. Yeah, so then I get my groceries delivered, and I can obviously order alcohol if I get it delivered. But then you mm-hmm. have to, like, show them your ID. And so then it has to also be this, like, whole ordeal of, like, please don't judge me because I've been in quarantine for two months and I look like this now. But also, here's my ID. But then you, are like, are scared to grab it because it's, like, germs. And then, like, we're six feet apart in the, my doorway. And it's, like, a whole awkward exchange. And so I've just been out of alcohol. And, like, that's just what it is. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. I mean, no. Cannot relate. <laughs> but I'd rather go to the liquor store than a grocery store. I mean, like, except that's kind of counterintuitive because my liquor store, I don't know, but whatever. I did a little liquor store run today because I was running out of alcohol and I got tequila, bourbon, and three bottles of wine. So that was oh, awesome. like, at, shit. Least, at least, you know, like through the weekend. I was going to say you're stuck till Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, really, that'll last me a while. I'll probably, like, go to the bodega tomorrow because I'm also, like, on one and a half rolls of toilet paper and maybe I'll, like, pick something up, but. I know, I had to get, I had to get toilet paper last weekend, so I treated myself to a bodega sandwich, and it was my first, like, deli sandwich in a very long time, and it, it hit, it hit just right. Oh, shit. Okay, yum. Maybe I'll do that. Um, Yeah. I recommend it. You got, you know, got it's the little things. It is the little things. Well, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) 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 Um, when do you have like any idea of like when you can go back to work? Um, so we probably won't be going back for sure until like post Labor Day that kind of became official like last week and it makes sense um like things probably will start opening up here throughout the summer but as far as us going back to work like summer is kind of a weird time to like force that upon people especially because people normally head out of town for the summer in the city so much anyway you know so after labor day just kind of seems safe and natural yeah that does you i don't know like we still, like, have no idea. <laughs> I just asked because Katie's going back to work on Monday, and that just seems, like, so bizarre to me. Because I feel like now yeah. this is my, like, new normal, and, like, going to office seems not normal. 
I know. Like, when this first started, like, a month, you know, like, a handful of weeks ago, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to get back to the office. It's going to be so nice. But now I'm just like, the thought, and I think I told you this earlier this week, but the thought of commuting makes me want to take a three-hour nap. I'm going to have to, like, (laughs) bring a, like, air mattress to work so I can lay down (laughs) when I get there because I'm just going to be fucking winded I know like yeah like a month ago if you asked me if I want to go back to office I'd be like yes like every single day now if you ask me I'm like absolutely not like I'm just (laughs) I'm just like I know I'm gonna be so overwhelmed by like social interaction that like I don't know (laughs) yeah in in general that's how I feel in general about quarantine it's kind of past that point where I'm excited about anything and I'm just so like Mm, it's fine this is my life now I'm scared of everything and anxious and blah 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 that this is where I'm this is my little safe space that the thought of doing anything else gives me stress yeah me too where I'm like I've just gotten like over the hump where I'm just like okay this feels fine just like staying in my apartment and like not going anywhere and like getting everything delivered to my doorstep but like I don't have to open the door it's like (laughs) right Right. But it's like the facts, like facts are facts. I, that's why I tell myself, I'm just like, I've been doing this for months where things were far worse than they are now. I've been okay. And as long as I keep doing what I'm doing, I'll continue to be okay because things are getting better. I, yeah, they are. I'm more of just like, I've become so. Like, I'm not even, like, worried about the virus that much anymore. But I just become, like, so socially disassociated. It's (laughs) true. It's literal, like, like, societal and social norms that are scaring me at this point. Yeah, that I, like, I just, like, don't know how to, like, be in public. And it, like, really starts to overwhelm me. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't even go to the fucking grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's just, like, what I'm nervous about is, like... (laughs) being normal again and like just like yeah like normal behavior and I'm just like it's just like too much for me (laughs) yeah it's great great (laughs) love this for us can't wait to be like one of those fucking people this is gonna be me this is gonna forever affect how I interact socially I'm like already kind of an introverted person (laughs) Like, a lot. Like, I spend a lot of my time alone by choice. And so, like, this has really pushed me off the edge here. (laughs) So, I'm going to be, like, that witch on the street that the kids, like, dare (laughs) the other kids, like, ring at their doorbell. Because I'll just, like, never leave my house. (laughs) Okay, but I actually would love that for you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'd actually really love that for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Dream big. So if anybody sees me by a house, I'm the witch on the street. It's fine. And I just dance to Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's like a movie and like the camera is panning down the street and it's all like bright, colorful, light houses. And then it gets to your house and it's just like dark. And there's like, <laughs> for some reason, only like lightning above my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like one cloud and it's above your house. <laughs> like a black cat in the yard 
that's my future, honeys. If you want to be a part of it, sign up. I do. Um, I, I like that <laughs> for you. Honestly, <laughs> I just feel like that's how it's going to be. Because, like, I, I just, I can't deal with being around other people right now. It makes me just very anxious and not because of the virus. Because I just don't want anybody to talk to me. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho, I do want to say one thing from last week. Um, I want to apologize because I listened to part of the episode and I sounded so fucking congested and that's because I am. <laughs> but like, it actually annoyed me like listening to myself. So, and I'm probably sounding the same now. Sorry if you're a fan of this podcast and you've been here for literally more than five episodes, you know that I have sinus issues that I still haven't gotten surgery for. And it's allergy season, and so my life is um, a hellhole. Oh, well, I didn't even notice, but, like, also, like you said, I think I'm just used to it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm just a kid. <laughs> my life is a nightmare. Um, oh, my God. Did you see that? Wait, that yes. That you? Of the mm-hmm. cheaper by the dozen kids? You didn't send it to me, but I did see it. That okay. Vine. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't even bother. Vine. TikTok. <laughs> And I just recently watched, yes, both Cheaper by the Dozens because they're on something. Are they on Disney Plus? Maybe. And I love those movies. They're so good. I And, the, you know, sequels are a hit and miss. And that one is a hit. It is. It is. I mean, watching both of them in a row, because I did, um, there's a clear like stand out and it's the first one and then you're just kind of like really we thought that second sequel was so great thank you how dare you it stands on its own but when you watch it that close to the first it's it's you just can't compare dude the guy i don't know his name the guy who plays the oldest brother who also played clark kent on smallville wow yeah he's so hot what's his name tom something or other he, I don't know, but I Welling? do know that he's... Tom Welling? Tom? I could not tell yeah. you. I didn't even know his name was Tom. Tom Tom? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's very hot. Um, for anybody that doesn't know... Yeah, it is Tom Welling. Um, oh, Tom Welling. Tom Tom, there is some serious Vanderpump drama going on. Oh, what is it? Enlighten us. Did you... Oh, I'm guessing you didn't read about it if you're asking. But, like, there was this producer of the show that did a podcast like a bravo podcast and basically just like spilled a shit ton of tea about the show but Where not have i've been but not even good tea but it came off as her being like very granted i have not listened to the podcast so i have not heard her make these comments for myself but i'm sharing what i've heard echoed around the internet and so she made these like very kind of like hateful comments about some like the cast basically it's just like very much talking down to them like um they said that like all the producers try to make Stassi and Bo look like the heroes and that this producer personally gave Sheena like a shitty edit and she's what? Just saying, yeah so she's just saying all this stuff and like, the cast got mad because they're just like, why are you talking shit? And anyway, this producer got fired. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, why would she do that? Like, of course you're going to get fired. Exactly. But and it's like, I get it. It's like, 
that's literally producers jobs is to make people on the show look a certain way so even if they are producing Stassi and Bo to look like the heroes that's their job like that they want to make us see these things and that is what it is or if they want to make Sheena look like a total wackadoo which they do quite well probably not that hard (laughs) yeah then like that's the point but like from my take is the way that she was saying this on the show on the podcast made her seem very kind of like fightful and like yeah, we're doing this and like we're manipulating and there ain't shit and they don't talk to any of us and they think of us as like like producers and crew as like the lesser humans or all that and it's just like I don't know I mean speak I mean, the I truth can... but you gotta be prepared for the consequences if you're gonna do that yeah I can definitely see like the cast talking down to like the crew just because like oh 100% <laughs> but like girly if you still have that job you can't go on a podcast and talk about it mm-hmm. well and I also get her point that it's like I'm sure some of these crew members have been with the cast members from like the very beginning like when the cast members weren't shit and then over the years they've kind of like come up and like come into their own stardom and I would assume that maybe they would start, maybe they start acting a different way towards people because they think that they're like better. You know, I could totally see that dynamic. I'm oh, not yeah. saying that's true. I'm just saying I could totally see it. And yeah, that would probably annoy me. But like, you can't just go talking about that stuff in such a public forum about such a like popular hit show that's currently airing. But like, you're fired for sure. Yeah, like, when you first started talking about it, I figured it was someone who used to work on the show, now doesn't, so she's like, I don't give a shit, but, like, she still works there? Well, not anymore, when she gave those comments, she was 100% still employed, and I guess when the when it came out, Sheena, like, tweeted Andy Cohen, and was like, Andy, look at this. <laughs> um, Sheena, you are a wackadoo. <laughs> I know, but I love it, I love it. Oh, Sheena. I mean, she's, like, always low-key one of my faves. (laughs) I actually, I've heard Sheena on other people's podcasts, too. And I think she has, I, like, I think she has us fooled to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like she knows what's up. She plays into the stereotype. But that's why we like it and why we like her. Wait, did I tell you how I was watching the hills um yeah yeah <laughs> and how sheena was like the girl's friend yeah stacy the bartender yeah that is so funny and so, so fit <laughs> i was like sheena's been working reality tv for years i know and it's like that's what we love about her <laughs> yeah she does know how to work it but she wore a cropped wedding dress before anybody else did oh my god and she laughs at that now. Like, I actually, that was on the podcast that she was saying, like, someone was talking shit about her cropped wedding dress. And she was like, she's able to laugh at herself. That's the thing. That's what I like. She's like, yeah, I looked so stupid. Ha ha. You know? Yeah. And other people are just like, they, but a lot and, of they need a wear like cropped prom, prom dresses, cropped wedding dresses now. I mean, yeah, I don't think they're nice. 
no matter when it is. But that's fine. She was the first to do it, and we'll give her that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Well, shit. Um, so let's talk about other pop culture. Let me pull up um, anything I've written down. Yeah, I guess that was a... I sprung that one on you. How does it you feel? T- How does it feel? <laughs> I'm stressed. I need to hang up. I threw you off. I threw you off. You guys, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> let me just say, I'm gonna only talk about like lighthearted stuff this week. First of all, last oh week's God, episode I had know. to be like a downer because Hannah Brown sucks. Um, and then follow up to her actions this week is only worse on topics of that. So I'm just giving everyone like a little escape this week because in real life news, it's a fucking nightmare. Um, so I was thinking, I was thinking that too. It was just like, I mean, what we said last week is still true and still stands, but it's like, oh my God, the way that things have escalated just like around the country and like in the news is just devastating. And yeah, let's try to focus on lighthearted things um I have a really great story to end on that has like made me happy cry like multiple times throughout the week um but let's start off with some Scandy shit um can we talk about how Scott Disick and Sophia Richie have broken up officially um yes this is this is what we've been waiting for I know this is the time where him and Courtney will finally get back together again and end up together like it's happening like, they're going to have to obviously quarantine together, hopefully. I mean, I'm sure they're not because they're, like, neighbors. But you know what I mean. Like, oh, no, we can only see each other. <laughs> Let's fall in love again. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Ooh, legit. I mean, just in general, like, no matter who you are, breaking up during quarantine would fucking suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you, like, live like, together. I mean... I think Sophia, like, moved into his house, but it was, like, his house. Like, they didn't own a house together. So, it's like, she can just move back into her parents' house since she's I a know. child. I know. That's what I was going to say. Like, I assume Sophia has somewhere else that she can go. Lionel. <laughs> like, her dorm room. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Scott Disick, obviously the father of Kourtney Kardashian's children. Everyone knows him. He's been dating Sophia Richie, Lionel Richie's daughter, for three years. It was Scandy when it first happened. And it has been Scandy the whole time. Um, because when they started dating, she was 19 and he was like 43. <laughs> yeah. So anywho. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been thinking since the beginning that like they're not gonna last. Yeah, like, I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm all, a, whatever. People date who and marry who you ever you want to marry. Age doesn't matter. That's fine. But I do think there's such a difference between a fucking twenty and a forty year old, just logistically, like at your stages of life. There's something so different about those ages that it's like destined for failure. Add the fact that the forty year old has like three kids, three, four. I don't know. Whatever. Three. And it's just like not a natural fit. So anyway, I'm just like, that's fine. Whatever, Scott, do your thing. Have your little relationship. That's cute. I mean, did not expect it to last three years. They really 
outlasted my expectations. But then I was like, eventually they'll break up and he'll go back to Courtney. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think you can date whoever you want age-wise in a sense. I think mm-hmm. that if you are dating someone who still has the word teen in their age um, and you've lived multiple decades, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I just like yeah. don't agree with that. It seems like a little uh, predatory to me. But... Yeah. Um, and you could go on dating forever, but there also gets to a point where if you want things to go further, like, there's going to be a shift in priorities, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, the thing is, is, like, I, at 28, wouldn't date someone who is, like, under 25. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just, like, you are a completely different person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, that's totally true. No, besides just like general life priorities you're so right there's like the ick factor about it yeah I would feel like I was dating like a little kid um, yeah also Not just like a cute. message to all the girlies out there and I guess boys if someone who if you are like a young teen or like a young very young in your 20s and someone is like way older than you and they want to date you, ask yourself, why aren't people their own age dating them? Just ask yourself that question. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Fact. So, and that's all I have to say. Um, I don't think that Scott Disick is a bad person. I think he's like a really good person. And it, he is obviously immature. So I think that the maturity levels maybe matched up a little bit. That's um, true. But I do think that him and Courtney should just be together. But also, like, what I said about, like, oh, and then he'll just go back to Courtney. Like, obviously, it's not that easy. There are two people involved in the relationship. They both need to be in it to win it at this point because they do have kids. And they've been doing this, like, back and forth thing for a while. And their kids deserve parents in happy relationships whether that be with each other or someone else but um scott was also in rehab recently yeah yeah he went to rehab supposedly for like a cocaine addiction um and he was there for like a week and then left supposedly yeah i was gonna say supposedly didn't he leave like he voluntarily left because word got out like yeah and he was embarrassed i guess I don't know. Yeah, he was there for, like, a few days. And I think it was, like, in Colorado. And then, yeah, like, the paparazzi caught him there. And so then he, like, went back home. And then, and I then guess- Chris Jenner leaked the story. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jenner hired paparazzi to go to Colorado. <laughs> She's the paparazzi. It was, like, her on the camera phone. Yeah, she went to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped him off and, like, took pictures dropping him off. <laughs> wouldn't even be mad would not even be mad um so yeah so then him and Sophia have broken up since then I'm if it's true I'm sure it's probably one of the factors um but it seems like they're like amicable that's what I've read in like reports that it's like they're like on good terms so what do you think they talked about <laughs> oh my I have no idea 
I have no fucking idea. I think I, like, a lot it. about the Kardashians, in, like, specifically in their relationships, which I don't know why. I've never thought this way about, like, anyone in their relationships. But I find myself thinking a lot, what do Kim and Kanye talk about? What do Sophia and Scott talk about? What do Chris and Corey talk about? Like, they're the only people who I think that about. <laughs> I think that about a lot of cel- celebrities, actually. Because I'm just like, yeah, like, what do they talk about? Like, <laughs> or just like very, or like when people, here's here's a great <laughs> uh, example of, not like specifically, but like when really old men date like very young models. Yes. I think that all the time. And like, especially like when they have children with them or whatever. I'm like, when you guys go on vacation. What do you guys talk about? (laughs) What activities do you do together? Like, Like, do you guys joke? Do you guys, like, what, do you guys have inside jokes with each other? Like, I think about that all the time. Anytime I, like, run across an IG model and she has, like, a very old, like, husband who she's obviously, like, only with for the money, which, respect, I wish I could be in that, those shoes. I'm always just, like, and, like, it shows, like, me and my hubby on vacation. And it's just, like, the two of them. I'm, like, I know. What do you guys talk about? It's like that show I was telling you about that I watched, Marrying Millions, where, like, one of the storylines was that, like, 70-year-old, like, Dallas billionaire dating, like, a 21-year-old little, like, girl. (laughs) And, like, they were on the screen. They'd, like, go to dinner and stuff together. And and they lived together. And every single interaction that they had, I'm just like, ooh, this doesn't look right. And it wasn't. Ugh. Like, what do you talk about when you're not on camera? I, like, yeah, I, I truly think about that literally all the time. Because I always see that, like, on my IG feed or something. And I'm always, like, like, I'm always just, like, want to know, like, do you guys have inside jokes? <laughs> or, like, whenever they talk about, like, personality traits or something, there's, like, I love him for his humor. Or, like, he's so funny. Or, like, the guy will be, like, she's so smart. And, like, I'm not saying that the girl's not smart. Whatever. But, you know, it's, like, they'll say shit like that. And you're just, like, really? Is he Is he funny? Is she is she smart? Like are are they? <laughs> or like do you even know? Or like you know also what I want to know outside of the inside jokes is like what do you guys talk about when you go to bed? Like you know what I mean? Like when you go when you're like in a relationship and you like go to bed, you have like pillow talk for like at least 15 minutes. Yeah, well, or like scroll through TikToks and together. Yeah, memes or Twitter, and I don't think that a seventy-year-old dude is like scrolling through TikTok and up with the new meme of the week. Yeah, so I'm like, is that only what I talk about? No, (laughs) pillow pillow talk for me is memes. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like memes. Like it always starts off as like me scrolling through social media and either like showing memes or like talking shit about someone I saw. And so it's like, what do they talk about? Fucking arthritis? I don't know. Like, well, when I was your age. (laughs) We didn't have these memes. 
<laughs> you know, I've been through quarantine during the Spanish flu. <laughs> I was 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a valid thought. So, if you're oh. a, if you're a sugar baby out there, let me know. Just message me. I girl, I'm not judging you. I wish I could be you so bad, but I, I need to fucking know. So please just message me and let me know. I'm begging you. <laughs> let yeah. me sleep at night. <laughs> I'm like, teach me how. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll never be hot enough to be a sugar baby, but. I'll, I'll never be patient enough. <laughs> what? Are you talking about, like, waiting for them to die? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, just, like, pretending to care about this conversation. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess yeah, that's the end goal. But that was pretty morbid to say out loud. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, valid, but you're right. I don't know if I'd be that upfront about it. No, I mean, patient, like waiting for them to finish telling a story about the Spanish flu. (laughs) You guys, also, I know the Spanish flu was like 102 years ago. Like, I'm aware. Please don't think I'm talking about like an 80 year old being alive for the Spanish flu. I'm just making a joke. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't think I'm patient enough to wait for him to die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Who would I be if I just said that like that? That's why I was like silent for a second because I was like, um, okay. (laughs) No, I just feel like the general patience that comes from needing to be around a 70 year old person all day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah, I I do. Um, because I'm with my sugar daddy all day who's 76. (laughs) Um, so I do get it. But back to the Kardashians. Um, have you ever, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) my 70 year old's rubbing off on me and I have long pauses between sentences. Um, did you ever follow Kirby Jenner? Um, no. Kirby Jenner is like this guy. I've heard whisperings of him. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my inner voice talks to me about him. (laughs) Kirby Jenner is this guy on social media. Um, and like for a few years now, he has been like editing himself into like Kendall Jenner's pictures or videos or like Kardashian situations and he like goes by Kirby Jenner and he says that he's Kendall Jenner's twin and it's just is Kirby Kirby Jenner like a like a blog name like a stage name yeah he like made it up yeah and it's like actually like so funny and all the Kardashians follow him and like always like comment and laugh at all of his stuff because it's really well done like if you If you knew nothing about the Kardashians and you saw this, you would think that they were, like, real. Like, that's how well he does his editing. Like, you would think they're real pictures and, like, real videos. I don't know how I'm he gonna does I'm going to look him up. Um, that just made me think. Is there anyone else who has the last name Jenner? Like, actually has that last name? Um, I don't know anyone personally. But I'm sure they're out I- there. 
I mean, I know, same, but like, isn't that funny? Like, where are the Jenners, you know? Or like, yeah. I mean, do you think there are any other Kardashians just out and about who aren't Kardashian Kardashians? Well, they have like a shit ton of cousins on the Kardashian side. Well, yeah, but I mean, that aren't related. Like, Oh, is, I don't know. Isn't that weird thing? Okay, no one cares. I'll stop. Well, for Jenner, it's definitely weird because I feel like that's not like an uncommon sounding name. Kardashian is obviously like that's like such a specific name. But yeah. Jenner, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of another Jenner. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like both of those names now are like taken over by this family. But um Oh yeah, you have a Quibi show? Yeah, so he just came out with a Quibi show, and the Kardashians have been, like, promoting it. Um, That's so cute. I know. Well, he was actually, like, in their season promo. You know the season promo where Chris was, like, in a helicopter? (laughs) I I don't know. Like, a few years ago. Um, He was, like, actually in that. Like, he hired him to be in that. Um, Aww. And so, yeah, he just came out with his own Quibi show, and it's just, it's like, it's just clips of old Kardashian episodes, but he's, like, edited into them. And it's oh so funny. I don't have Quibi, but they've been posting clips, and they're That's so That's very funny. creative. Yeah. I like that for him. Yeah, so I'm really happy for him. And if anybody has Quibi, I think you should watch it. I don't have Quibi. I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, I almost bought... HBO Max yesterday mm-hmm. and I was like why I mean like yes the why is literally I would buy it only to have friends I know show, oh friends <laughs> <laughs> oh then now I don't know <laughs> um so yeah HBO Max the like HBO streaming platform outside of HBO Go and HBO Play and whatever um came out yesterday and I've been debating getting it because I really do just like want to watch Friends so badly. The thing is, is that if I didn't have HBO and by HBO, I mean an HBO login, I would a hundred percent get it. But it's like, I can't justify paying for something that I already have, you know? Yeah, I agree. HBO shows and movies and shit. It's like, but then, then I found out that HBO Max has old seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. (gasps) It does? You know what that means. Shit. Maybe. Oh, my God. So then I'm like, okay, but between having friends and old seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, this could be worth $15 a month. I know. Like, it's just $15 a month. It also has all the seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And mm. I like Aren't a ton of those other somewhere stuff. else, though? Or... No, they're not. Okay, well, yeah, it's hard. And then I, I, I feel like a weird type of guilt every time a new streaming service comes out that I get. Just because I'm like, oh. I have so many of these things. I watch so much TV. I'm a terrible person. I don't know. Maybe that's just me overthinking things, but I have like streaming guilt. 
well there's just so much content to watch that I'm always like there's nothing I can watch because I'm just overwhelmed and then I'm like I hear you on that and and I'm like there's nothing to watch um which is why I end up watching like Real Housewives over and over again which (laughs) we can talk about that if you want but then it's like if there's ever a time to need a new streaming service and to pay $15 a month for a new streaming service, it's now. Agreed. I know. I'm, I think I'm going to sign up maybe next week just because like, I really do miss friends. (laughs) I just like love that show so much. And it's like such a comfort blanket. We've already talked about this before, but like, I really do miss it. And like, yeah, I could just buy the seasons, but then it's like, well, I also want to see what else is on here. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. I definitely miss my like mindless show to turn on whenever, wherever, whenever I need like some background noise, which lately is a lot because I like to have noise while I'm working. Right. But I can't I can't like watch stuff while I'm working. Um but yeah, I don't know. TBD. I'll probably give in. I say that, but like I don't know. I know. I'm the same way. Keep me posted. Can you can you just get it and then <laughs> and then like maybe give me your password? But if you don't give me your password, just tell me what's on it and tell me if it's worth it. Okay, I'll think about it. I do also have like this not the streaming. I don't know. I just feel like I there's too, like I have too many options of things to watch where it just starts to make me like hate everything. And so that's why I've gotten kind of like avoiding it because it's like, ugh, God, I'm already like, I have Disney Plus, I have Hulu, I have Amazon Prime, I have HBO, mm-hmm. I have Netflix, like. Yep, all the above, same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I only pay for two of those. Don't think I've got it like that because I don't. But like, and I have my parents' cable login that sometimes I use. Like, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, same. This is not me like trying to flex about how many fucking streaming services I have because like none of them are mine but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) listen we all gotta do what we gotta do I share people's they share mine like it's it is what it is it's a community it's mutual yeah um but speaking of other tv shows American Horror Stories American Horror Story American Horror Stories have you heard about this um, I saw something about it, and then honestly, American Horror Stories haven't been doing it for me lately, so I scrolled over it. Agreed. The, although I really did like 1984, I love that season. It's probably one of my favorite. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't like. Well, we've talked about this before, but like, I didn't like Circus. I didn't finish Hotel. I yeah. or uh, Cold. Worst. Oh yeah. yeah, Apocalypse. I watched one episode. Colt. I stopped watching halfway through. <laughs> um, because Ryan Murphy just be doing too much sometimes. But this is gonna be um one hour episodes, and so every week it's like a whole different story. Oh, which I think I would actually really love. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good because usually when they do a whole season like there'll be one good episode like the first episode is usually good but then they just go so off the rails 
yeah he goes way into left field where i like stop getting interested or he goes way too dark where i'm like okay <laughs> are you black mirror what are you doing yeah um but yeah so these are gonna be american horror stories so it's called american horror stories as in plural, and there'll be a, a one-hour episodes, and every week is, like, a different story, but they're also still gonna have American Horror Story. So. Are any of the characters gonna be the same? Like, the same actors? Both. Uh, I don't know about characters, I doubt it, but they are gonna have, like, their normal actors, like, Sarah Paulson, Kathy Bates, etc., etc. Alright, alright. I'm here for it. Yeah. And then the next, um, they're going to start filming that soon. TBD when they can start. But then American Horror Story, like season whatever, is going to come out next year. Yeah. What even is that season? I'm lost. I don't know. Have they said anything about it? I thought they did. Last I heard, they were trying to do something about... Like Hurricane Katrina, but I think that might have been, um, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was had some, something to do with like the hospital during Hurricane Katrina. Oh, that'd be interesting. The hospital that's still standing. Wait, but I meant, I thought that was American Crime Story. Sorry, I got those confused. See, got American Crime Story, American Horror Story, American Horror Stories. There's too much. People named Ryan need to take a rest. Mm-hmm. That's for you, Ryan Murphy and Ryan Seacrest. Just chill. You guys are doing too much. <laughs> you have too many projects. True. Um, but speaking of Lady Gaga, because she was in American Horror Story Hotel. Ugh. her and Ariana Grande came out with a new song this week called Rain On Me and here's my review and then I'll let Megan give her review I think I'm not a fan. Megan I will hang up <laughs> and edit, edit your voice out of every single podcast I'll, learn, I'll stay up all night and learn editing <laughs> here's my review when I first heard it I was like okay because, like, Megan just made fun of me. I'm really not, like, a huge Lady Gaga fan. Like, I respect her. And, like, I get it. But it's just, like, not for me. Like, I don't dislike her. I don't think she's, like, bad. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, it's just not... Her thing is just not my thing. And that's fine. Um. So when I heard it, I was just like, meh, okay. Plus, it, like, came out. And, like, I listened to it, like, on a weekend night. Where I was just like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, this is a dance club mix. Like, what right. Like, what am I supposed to do with this in fucking quarantine? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was good. I just, like, didn't love it. Like, everyone on Twitter was, like, fucking going bald over it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, like, I think it's fine. Like, I think it's good. It's catchy. But, like, what am I supposed to do with it? And, like, I'm not, like, insanely in love with it. Um, That's a very then, good point. When I've been, I've listened to it like a few more times, and every time I listen to it, the more I like it. So I actually really do like it a lot right now. And like, if I was like getting ready with friends, or like we were in the car, or you know what I mean? Oh, I would be like eating that shit up. But like, me alone in my apartment, (laughs) I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
but I, mm-hmm. I, I really do think it's good and I really do like it. Um, um, yeah, I do agree. I, um, I totally hear that with like the, what am I supposed to do with it? And like the people losing their mind over Twitter. I think it goes both ways. Like some people are just like, I needed this right now. And then some people are all just like, I don't need it right now. You know? Yeah. Like a yeah. dancey club pop song. But regardless, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande are like two of my all time faves. So, yes, I'm pretty obsessed. I do like the music video, how they like switch styles. Yeah, it's really cool, very creative. It's definitely a Lady Gaga song. Yeah, it is. But I, but I love that. But I do think that Ariana added like a nice little melody and brought her a little flair to it too to really elevate it. But of course, it's a Lady Gaga song. It's on her new album, which comes out tomorrow. But it's true. It's like clearly this Lady Gaga new album, Chromatica, is going to be like a dance album, which is great. It's like classic Gaga going back to like the fame monster days, which is what we need after Joanne. But, um, but I totally hear it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like dance around in my apartment? Sure. I mean, I will, but (laughs) yeah. fucking homemade margarita cool (laughs) like fucking flavored water (laughs) fuck you lady gaga (laughs) but yeah i think that's gonna go both ways that some people are gonna be like what am i supposed to do with this and that other people are just gonna be like oh my god this saved my quarantine because you know people love to be that way i'm sorry are you dragging a tin can around your apartment (laughs) on a string (laughs) i'm so sorry Hold on. Let me take a sip and I'll put it down. Note to self, don't podcast with my stainless steel wine glass. <laughs> Megan's trying to make one of those old-time telephones with just the cans and the string. That's what actually we're recording this podcast on. I, uh, <laughs> string from New York to Seattle. I also <laughs> just went and got... I also just ate a piece of pie. Yeah, yeah we can hear your me. dishes. You heard me. <laughs> Hi, I know you could hear it, and I was waiting for you to be like, "What are you doing?" But I figured I'll just tell you guys. I had pie. What kind? A lemon ice box pie. Oh shit! Very, it's very easy. Um, my oh, grandma you made used it. Make, yeah, my grandma used to make them, and I had a craving for it, so I got it. Um, it's yeah, it's really complicated. So you go buy one of those like Keebler graham cracker pre-made crusts and then you mix up cream cheese a can of sweetened condensed milk and lemon juice you put it in there and you put it in the fridge and you're done oh wow yum yeah so I've just been casually eating a whole pie to myself (laughs) this week (laughs) dude whatever it's quarantine baby it's the wild west out here I know it's comforting I bought cake mix or got it delivered and like the I have like the worst Instacart delivery guy and I know that sounds like so privileged to say in quarantine I sound like a bitch but like he was (laughs) listen he was bad and also he accidentally revealed that he dropped off a DoorDash order before bringing me my groceries and I live straight four blocks from the grocery store so and like so all of my shit was melted and my meat 
looked like someone took a meat tenderizer to every package of my meat. It was it was a lot. (laughs) Kind of frustrating. Yeah. I would say like I gave him five stars. I tipped him like 30 bucks. But like yeah. Just in my own internal mind, I was like, what the fuck? Um and so I, I got cake mix and I put that I wanted frosting inside so put like fun freddy's frosting and they were out of it and normally it will say like you know they'll text you and be like do you want me to get you a different like flavor or whatever yeah he just put out and just didn't get any frosting <laughs> so like oh, that sucks i just have a box of cake mix just like chilling because i'm like okay well <laughs> okay nothing is more stressful though than when you order your instacart and they start shopping like while you're working, like say I'm on a work call or something and they'll start shopping and I'm getting texts being like, are these the type of chips you want or whatever? And I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot multitask. I just, yeah, that is stressful and that definitely has happened to me. Or like it's happened to me before when I'm on a meeting and then they like buzz my little buzzer. <laughs> so then yeah. I have to like get up and like let them in. And I'm like, oh, so yeah. sorry. <laughs> and I mean, when someone buzzes my buzzer, all hell breaks loose. No, Rocky's Rocky like, loses ah! it. <laughs> <laughs> my modeling agent is here. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. That was an experience. And now I've just had this cake mix for, like, two weeks. <laughs> I just, like, don't know what to do with it. Because I'm just like, okay, well, I'm obviously just well, yeah. Eat eat plain vanilla cake yeah because who the fuck wants cake without frosting and i know what you're gonna say i don't really like frosting i, I do. love frosting oh, you know. i haven't made this fucking cake because i don't have frosting i i don't know i for some reason i thought you were one of those non-frosting lovers and i love frosting i think frosting on store-bought cakes is a lot oh but- yeah yeah but just like, yeah, like literally this cake box has just been taunting me from my fridge on top That's of sad. my fridge. Because I'm just like, well, I, I can't make it. Like, I, I'm just going to eat fucking plain. <laughs> I regret to inform you that before Sarah left, she made cupcakes and bought two canisters of cream cheese frosting and only <laughs> used one. So I now have a can of cream cheese frosting with no cake and you have cake with no frosting can you that's, send it through the tin can <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it so that's where we're at and i haven't gotten desperate enough to like eat it plain because you know like i'm eating a whole fucking pie <laughs> Not desperate enough to eat that plane, but I am eating cream cheese with lemon juice. Oh my god! Oh fuck! Well, if anybody in the Seattle area has frosting and they want to fucking drop it off to me, let me know. I mean, I could easily just like go to my bodega and get a thing of frosting, and I thought about doing it tonight, and I even put on my eyebrows, and then I got too stressed thinking about it, and so I just haven't. I'm just going to order frosting next week with my Instacart and hope that I get a better person. The guy that I got before him, we were like the best of friends. We were like texting the whole time he's at the grocery store. So. (laughs) Well, I feel like they have to text you so much now. I mean, I don't know. At my grocery store, at least so many things are sold out that. Yeah. You just got to talk about a lot. (laughs) 
I know. Well, me and, me and the guy before, I think his name was Aaron. He was like, started off with like, hey, good morning. I'm going to start shopping for your groceries now. Like smiley Aww. face, like little son. And he was like, kept like being like, oh my, well, steaks were buy one, get one. And he was like, hey, girly, want me to get you a, a second steak? I was like, oh my God, yes, Aaron. <laughs> this guy was like, that's- fuck you and your frosting, bitch. First of all, that's so cute, Aaron. Second of all, you're making steaks. Way to make my pie look peasantly. Oh my god, I eat a steak a week. Oh? <laughs> uh? Yeah, I'm like kind of rich living in my basement studio apartment with no kitchen. <laughs> how do you, how does one prepare a steak? Oh, I just, I flash fry it on the stovetop. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's actually super easy. I can send you the video that I learned how to do it from. I learned it like three years ago and I've been making it like almost weekly since. It's like phenom. Wow, that's fancy. Good for you. Yeah, you guys, I can actually really cook. I just hate cooking. I feel like people always think I don't know how to cook because I never cook. I don't think you think that. But just like, I know I've talked about that on the podcast, how I don't cook. I know how to cook. I just hate it. Although I've been kind yeah. of getting into it lately. Tonight for dinner, I made um, pasta that had shrimp, um, cherry tomatoes, and then I made a little garlic lemon butter sauce. And I put ooh, the cheese crumbles on it. Shrimp. See, that's, ooh, that sounds really good. Shrimp is another thing I would never think to cook. I mean, because I'm just, like, learning to like shrimp like a grown adult. But, yeah, I would never think. Oh my god, it's super easy. Just get the frozen shrimp that's already cooked. It defrosts in like 15 minutes if you just put it in like some warm water. And then it's oh. good to go. Um, I also just want to say, speaking of cooking, I remember how I was like bragging about how much I like cooking lately? Well, I'm over it. <laughs> Is it the dishes that got to you? Kinda, geez. I, I also um, I like ordered a shit ton of food that requires cooking in my last Instacart order and now it's all just like sitting in my fridge and I'm just it's just like staring at me and I'm just like I know that always happens to me where I'm like okay well I guess I let that go bad on accident because I ordered in every single night and forgot about the ground beef I was de-thawing in my fridge (laughs) I know like specifically I have two heads of broccoli right now that just like yell at me every time I open the fridge yep me the and my fridge. romaine lettuce I take like three I use it like three times and then let a whole head go to waste sorry mom if you're listening <laughs> for sure and I hate wasting foods that actually does give me like intense anxiety but yeah so basically tomorrow I'm gonna have broccoli for breakfast lunch and dinner cute broccoli with eggs a little broccoli omelet a little bacon some cheddar there you go all right, all right, all right. That actually sounds pretty good. I Every morning I make bacon, eggs, tomatoes. Sometimes I'll add a little asparagus and then goat cheese. It's good. Oh, wow. Okay, and that's another thing that I used to do in quarantine is make breakfast. And now, no way. Not <laughs> happening. And you know what is on my shit list lately? Eggs. Why? I will fully admit that I'm not great at cooking eggs and I don't love yolks. So when it comes to eggs, I'm pretty much like scrambled or bust. 
And I'll like scramble some eggs with some veggies and like put it in a tortilla with some cheese or have like a breakfast taco or something. That's like a go-to for me. I've just become like so sick of it. Like the thought of a scrambled egg, like just chewing it right now makes me squeamish. Yeah, eggs will get really old really fast. I have to take, like, a three-day break in between. Like, I can eat eggs for, like, two weeks straight, and then I have to take, like, a week break. Or else, like, it'll start to make me gag. Yeah, or even, like, there's just one, like, there was one meal a couple weeks ago where I made eggs and toast. And I just took a bite of the eggs. Like, as I was chewing it, I was just like, I don't like this. But then you keep chewing it because you like can't I don't it was like a bizarre experience and I haven't been I haven't been fucking with eggs since then I get it I didn't eat eggs for a long time because of the same thing mm-hmm. and I've heard a lot of people mm-hmm. say the same thing about eggs so yeah specifically scrambled eggs mm-hmm. yeah I've been eating scrambled eggs but today I made uh fried eggs because I was like I need a break from scrambled eggs yeah and I like in fried eggs I like it when Okay, literally no one cares. But I like it when other people make me fried eggs. <laughs> like, like my aunt can make a really good fried egg sandwich and I'll like love it and eat it. But like, I can't do that for myself. Okay. It's easier than making scrambled eggs. No. <laughs> okay. Um, this is an egg podcast. <laughs> it's an egg and margarita podcast. Welcome to Quarantine Foods. <laughs> and hi. <laughs> um, okay, I have two more things, or three more things. Um, oh, God. <laughs> bitch, you're going to hang up. Like I said, I'll learn editing tonight. <laughs> oh, good. Edit me out. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm going to make this whole podcast just repeating you talking about eggs. <laughs> Megan talking about eggs for 60 minutes straight. <laughs> like everything you say, I just respond with a different <laughs> sentence about eggs. <laughs> I'm changing the podcast name to Exactly. And there we go. You guys, this is it. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say, I was going to say, we finally found our niche but then I was gonna say we finally found our quiche (laughs) (laughs) holy shit I need to get Um, out of here I need to get out of here I have to go (laughs) (laughs) let me out of this apartment (laughs) work is calling I gotta go (laughs) um (laughs) anywho so, and Becky from Full House, Lori Laughlin, mm-hmm. after, like, almost two years, I feel like, I mean, it's been, like, one year, but this year counts as five years, so I guess it's been six years, she finally has pleaded guilty to wire and mail fraud. You guys know she, like, faked pictures of her daughter's rowing to get them into USC, and she, mm-hmm. like, paid off the, like, Dane or whoever. Um, in order for them to go there, along with a lot of other celebrities and, like, rich people. Me and Megan don't think it's that big of a deal. Moving on. But she finally pleaded guilty, not to speak for you, but we've talked about this before so much. But um, she finally pleaded guilty via Zoom. (laughs) Love this quarantine life. 
um and her she's finally got her sentence which is two months in prison a hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine two years parole and a hundred hours of community service i mean so, I wonder, do we know when her prison sentence starts um i don't know and i don't know if it'll just be like house arrest because obviously they're not like sending more people to prison right now that don't need to be there yeah. because like coronavirus is just like rampant in prisons yeah that's what i was wondering so i don't know if it'll just be like house arrest um which she lives in a fucking mansion so like <laughs> okay um, right and it's like there are literal stay at home orders in effect yeah so so yeah. it might just be house <laughs> arrest which whatever i think that's fine <laughs> we're all on house arrest yeah honestly i could just see her paying a fine and i'd be over it and then but, yeah husband, true i mean this is not this is yeah i'm not willing to go to bat on this argument i really don't care yeah like <laughs> i don't think she should have to go to prison for that at all prison systems are fucked up that's a different podcast oh, um dying and then her husband he got like pretty much like he got five months prison time he has to pay a $250,000 fine like uh like 200 hours of community service I don't know it's pretty much like double what she has to do but yeah so yeah that's that it's finally over it's finally over I feel like that went on forever and Olivia Jade has been back on like social media since like the beginning of this year so all's well that ends well yeah let's Stick a fork in that story. Mm-hmm. Cut it out for all my full house fans out there. Like Morgan states, it's done. <laughs> it's medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> like Megan's eggs, she scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then the second to last thing I want to talk about, the last, like, gossip thing, and then the last thing I have to talk about is, like, a very touching story. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, because I'm just about to talk about it. Anywho, can we talk about the Daddy Gang drama, our biggest competitor Daddy Gang podcast? Uh. <laughs> that shit, I don't listen to Daddy Gang. I've tried. It's just not for me. I get the appeal, but it's just, like, not for me. Um... um. I agree, and I got into this drama for the first time just this weekend. I was literally watching a movie. I was watching that new, like, Issa Rae movie on Netflix, and then just clearly stopped paying attention and watched Alex's whole, like, 37-minute YouTube video. Same, 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 same. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, um... Um, I just want to say that we don't make five hundred thousand dollars from this podcast. We make six hundred thousand, bitch. Contrary to popular belief, <laughs> we actually don't make literally any money off this podcast at all. Um, so okay, so why don't you give a synopsis of the situation? Because if I try to I'll like go long-winded and go for hours and then let's both give our hot take okay so call her daddy podcast is a podcast it's super popular it's always like top on the charts it's these two girls 
and they're like young hot girls and they talk about like their sexual encounters and it's like very like women positive like you're the boss in the relationship like blah 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 like very like women's sexual positivity yeah um but like very funny too and like i i get like i said like i think it's funny i get the appeal but like and if i was like in my younger 20s i'd probably like it but being in my late 20s i'm just like this isn't my like this isn't for me anymore like i'm not having like wild escapades ever so like yeah. i can't relate um but like if i was like 22 listening to this like this would be my shit and they have like a great following like all their following is like really positive like women really like it a lot of women have said like it's really given them confidence and blah 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 um and it was started by these two girls uh, uh alex and sophia and they're they were best friends and roommates and it was hosted by Barstool Sports, which obviously is, like, a huge social media platform. And, yeah, just, like, a huge podcast. Like, super popular. Like, I've always seen it, like, number two. Like, at least number five, between one and five on the all-time podcast charts. Like, yeah. huge. And um, they stopped recording episodes in April. And, like, put, like, weird hashtags, like, free the fathers, like, you guys will get news soon about, like, what's been going on, um, all this, whatever. And then, finally, in, um, like, early May, the guy, his name is, um, is it David? Dave Portnoy, who has been trash. Like, I, I love me some barstool content. I'll admit it. Whatever. But everyone knows that Dave Portnoy has been trash. And he's had issues before. Yeah, he's just like a, a, a grown frat guy, if that makes sense. And like <laughs> a Boston frat guy. Yeah. Um, so he like recorded an episode on their podcast um and was just like spilled everything that was like been going on apparently they like tried to get out of their contract they signed a three-year contract they just finished year one they were wanting a million dollars um per year to record the podcast along with like 25 percent of their merch and their IP, which means they, like, own the brand. Like, they could leave Barstool and take Call Her Daddy branding with them. Um, and he didn't agree to it. And then the girls got in a fight because Sophia's boyfriend, who's, like, this big wig at HBO, like, was telling her, like, it's not a, like, they're not doing a fair deal. And so then the girls started fighting with each other. And they had a falling out. And then they were refusing to come back and record more Call Her Daddy episodes. Um, and so then Dave just kept taking over. He was like making fun of them on their own podcast platform. He was posting videos about them, posting memes well, about them. Well, he eventually gave them the deal that they wanted, but it was Sophia that, like, Alex was down. It was Sophia that was just like kept going back for more. So that's why Dave was like, What the fuck? I gave you what you wanted. Now you want this, this, that, and whatever else more. But yeah, I'm getting there, girl. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah. Dude. So, he was just, like, you know, posting all this drama. Then, like, Sophia went on her Instagram and was, like, 
you know, you guys are like, no, the truth, like, it's unfair. Alex did something behind my back. I thought, you know, I felt like I was her employee, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so then Alex finally posted a YouTube video over the weekend. It was like 37 minutes long. And she kind of just gives like the whole overview. She said like, you know, she, they were getting paid um, a flat rate of like $75,000 a year to record a podcast, which can you imagine? <laughs> and then they were getting um, like 15% of like their, or like some, a percentage of their merch, not 15, but like a percentage of their merch sold. And then like they, every time they reached like a cap of downloads, any other downloads after that number, they would get paid extra. So they are came out to, and they got a bonus at Christmas. So for their first year, they ended up getting paid $500,000 for the year. Then Sophia's boyfriend, who's this HBO executive, was like, you guys are getting underpaid a lot. Like, you guys need to fight for a bigger deal. And so that's when they drafted up the hundred or not the hundred the million dollar podcast uh contract that they should get paid a million dollars per year they own their ip name and they get 25 percent of the merch and dave they met on dave's rooftop they came to a deal that they would get five hundred thousand each year as a flat rate still get their merch benefits get to keep the ip name whatever and Alex is down. That, and if they have the IP, the big thing is that means they can get they can get other deals outside Barstool. So, like, for example, they have a shit ton of followers on social media. So, like, they could get Sugar Hair Bear sponsors. Sugar <laughs> Bear Hair sponsorship. Don't fuck this up for us, Megan! <laughs> Which they probably would. And they should. They should. Sugar Bear Hair, sponsor us! We're ready! <laughs> Um, and so then we're, we're cheaper. <laughs> my hair looks like shit. Please help me. My hair is like down to my fucking belly button. Um, <laughs> and so Alex was like, Alex, the thing that Sophia was talking about where she was like, Alex did something behind my back. I was her employee. We weren't getting a fair thing. It's because Alex is the one who edited the podcast. She said she spent like up to 20 hours a week editing of the podcast because they would record three-hour-long conversations and she'd have to edit it down to one hour, which is why I do not edit this podcast because I cannot be bothered and I have a full-time job um, and I have a life and I'm not getting paid $500,000 a year. If I was getting paid $500,000 a year, I'd be editing the shit out of this podcast. Anywho. Yeah, if it was your full-time job. Yeah. Um, and so... Dave gave her more money behind Sophia's back back in December when they got their bonuses because he was like, you edit the podcast. You do more work. You obviously should get paid more, which, yeah, you should. Um, especially if it's like you're spending 20 hours extra doing this. And so Alex never told Sophia because, you know, that would be awkward. She didn't want to make her feel bad, but she was doing most of the work. And so then that's like how they got in their spite is because Sophia found out. So anyways, after they go to the rooftop at Dave's and they agree on, or like they, Dave says like, yeah, you can have all this. They leave and Alex is like ready to take the deal because she loves doing this job. She loves, you know, the whole community she has, whatever. And she thinks it's a good deal. Sophia, on the other hand, is like, no, it's not a good deal. I want more and more and more. And then they just like could never come to an agreement. Eventually, Sophia just like stopped communicating with them. She was like, sending contracts to Dave without Alex knowing 
Um, and so Alex and Dave finally just talked one-on-one and they decided to have the podcast go on without Sophia. And so the last, the, Alex recorded a new episode by herself yesterday. It came out and um, she pretty much said, you know, like it sucks losing a friend to a boyfriend, but like, I don't want anybody to bully Sophia. Um, like people just move on. Like, please don't send her any hate. Like that's not necessary you know, she made her decision, but that's her decision. It's not, like, up to us to, like, hate her for it. I'm still here. Blah, blah, blah. I did this because I, like, love the community, and she just, like, wanted more money. So, <clears throat> that's where it's at now. Um, I'm honestly, obviously, on, like most people, I'm on Alex's side. Like, $500,000 to record a podcast is an insane amount of money plus you get extra because of all the merch and whatever deals you make or events you go to yeah I find it hard to believe at that point if you really cared and loved what you do that that you would need to be like more 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 like that's like yeah she's happy and I don't blame her for being happy about that because I'd be happy about that yeah, and it was like her passion like she wanted to do this she got the dream to like finally because like when they like approached her about doing a podcast she was like I was I was collecting unemployment checks like I didn't have a job I was just like making YouTube videos so like obviously like making content is like her passion and then she just asked her friend if she like wanted to be on it with her and then it just like blew up into this whole thing but and I feel like yeah yeah, not only is it her passion but I feel like she genuinely cares about the brand and like the fans that they built too so yeah and then, like, Sophia let her, like, boyfriend get into her head <laughs> and was like, you should get more money because he obviously makes a shit ton of money. He's, like, a huge high up at HBO. But, like, and, like, there are podcasters out there who, like, make a million dollars or, like, more and, like, they probably could. But, like, why risk losing your brand and, like, walking away from your entire empire that you've built for, like, you know, for nothing because <laughs> you wouldn't right. get anything the, at the end of the day right and I mean I think it's clear that we're both like team Alex at this point um but it's not even like you get the 500,000 from Barstool but it doesn't even stop there like the biggest win in this deal was that they got the IP so like they yeah own, they can do their own shit now and they can go get other deals and other partnerships which like I said is where Sugar Bear Hair comes in and so traders. Yeah, so when deals like that start coming in, they're going to be making so much more than 500k. Yeah, ultimately. Well, so like be- it was a win-win. Well, cuz before they were set at 75,000 and got to 500k just by extra stuff. So now that they're at 500k, it's like, girlies, <laughs> you're yeah. going to be making a million at least anyways. Yeah, and they have a sh- they have like a million followers on Instagram. Yeah. And also, you're getting a million dollars to sit in a studio once a week and record for three hours. Like, have some perspective, please. Yeah, it's not a not a good look on Sophia. I, I feel, like, bad for her. Obviously, totally agree. We always say, like, what the fuck is with this cyberbullying shit? And yeah, totally agree. It's not like anyone should be hating on her for this but it's not a good look for her no not at all to be like "Mm, 
no, I don't want to do have a five hundred thousand dollars for a three hour work week where I just get to talk yeah, to my like, best friend. Right. To have this like slimy boyfriend get into her head and ruin a friendship and ruin a career and ruin a brand. It, yeah, not really not a lot of ways that I see this working in her favor. No, especially because the whole like their whole podcast theme was like absolutely like that was like their they I guess they had the number one rule. It was like don't like let a guy like ruin anything for you and then that's exactly like what she did (laughs) yeah so best of luck to her obviously yeah no one bully her I mean it's like a literally a business deal that no one has any part of besides like Alex (laughs) so like if Alex is like I'm fine then like people should obviously leave Sophia alone but I'm sure she's like fucking feeling it right now that sucks but that's what you get when you get greedy yeah, for sure. Final hot take, Dave Portnoy is still gross. And so is Sophia's boyfriend, Suit Man, who works at HBO. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that. I was fully invested, even though I had no idea who these people were. Like, I didn't know their names. I just, like, knew the podcast name, and I, like, had seen clips of their podcast. But yeah. now I'm, like, fully, like, oh, you mean Sophia Franklin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to end on, like, a really sweet story that I, like I said, have, like, made me tear up multiple times. Um, do you follow Humans of New York? Yes. On Insta? Yes. Did you see the story with, like, Sting? No. Oh, my God. So, Humans of New York right now has been posting, it's, like, very long. Um has been posting like quarantine stories and they're fucking heartbreaking literally last friday i spent like three hours just truly like sobbing (laughs) reading them and this girl posted about her stepdad um he became her stepdad when she was like five years old and when he like fully took her in like as her his own daughter and like decided like he really needed to like have a good career to like support her and her mom so he like stopped being like an artist and became a police officer and he even like but he like always still loved art he like still wanted to paint so he even built like his own little art shed in the backyard where he was like gonna do all this painting but then he got like so tied up with being a police officer he really never had time for it then eventually he got diagnosed with ms and then he, like, had to start using a cane and a walker. And then he was in a wheelchair. And then he, like, couldn't even hold up a paintbrush at, like, the end of his life. Um, so he had only ever painted, like, one thing in that art studio. And it was a um, picture of Sting. Like, Sting, the, the musician, lead singer of the police. And it was, like, this picture of Sting. And so, you know, when he was, like, in hospice his last few days, they were, like, going through his stuff. And she asked him, you know, what do you want me to do with this? And he said, give it to Sting. And she, like, laughed. And he was, like, all seriousness, like, no, give it to Sting. And so she was just, like, has kept it all these years. Then she got, like, interviewed by Humans of New York. And they, like, posted the story. And then Sting's daughter saw it and was, like, please give me her contact information. Like, I really want to connect with her. And so, like, Humans of New York, like, connected the two. And she was like, we're, we're talking, blah, blah, blah. And then this posted an update today. And Sting has the picture. Oh, my God. Is that not, like, the sweetest shit? Like, yeah. 
obviously Aww. like I told it in like a very abbreviated way. If you guys like want to go look at it, it's humans of New York on Instagram. Um, I know. I think it's I'm like humans it of now. NY. Yeah, I'm looking at precious. It's like, oh, uh, I just like couldn't believe that like they they posted it and then Sting's daughter saw it and then she like connected with the, the girl. And then, like, got the picture to her dad. And then, like, her da- like, it's there's a picture of Sting holding the picture. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's it's finally he got it. <laughs> yeah, that's really sweet. I love that. You guys, those story, the quarantine stories, because like humans in New York post like all they always post like, you know, stories that like pug- tug on your little heart. But, like, the quarantine stories have got me in, like, another, le- like, element where I'm, like, sobbing. Like, every story, I'm, like, oh, God, here we go. I, um, I kind of stopped reading them. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I had more to elaborate on that, but I don't really want to get into it. I feel like there's, like, a certain element of, like, tragedy porn but that's like literally a whole other conversation for a different day oh yeah I don't like the ones that are like end up sad the ones that are yes quarantine stories have all been like very like heart tugging and like a a, like life is beautiful type of way okay that's good then maybe I'll give it a try but like I have I it got to a point where I because I feel like I've been following that account for so long and they're kind of like they used to be like quirky, fun, weird. Like it would just, they would always be like a little bit random. I don't know if they, everything just got like really sad. Like, it sad, did. Sad, sad and long. And I kind of stopped reading them because I'm like, like literally they're kind of like sad stories, like tragedy porn type of thing. But good to know that they've gone back to a little bit more of an uplifting route. Yeah. Cause I stopped reading them like last year because there was one I read about like this drug addict guy who like lost his wife and kids where I was just like I, I okay. literally think I remember I think I remember <laughs> that exact same one and I think that's the one that like affected me too I was like oh this just doesn't make me feel good yeah and so then I saw someone like post one that was like very sweet and it was like quarantines it was like hashtag quarantine stories and so then I was like oh let me like go catch up on these because that one was sweet and then all the quarantine stories ones are just like very beautiful where it's just like like Life is just, like, so much bigger than us. <laughs> well, good. Now that you brought that back up, I'll probably start reading them again. So okay, thanks get ready for adding that cry. in. Oh, God. Because they're just I mean... also, like, heartwarming. Uh, anyways. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to go cry to my fucking flavored water. <laughs> I'm going to go scroll through Humans of NY. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm actually going to go watch TikTok. Anywho. Same, um, let's be real. Hope everyone has a great weekend. It's already Thursday. So, yeah. Stay safe out there. Don't get too wild in your apartment. And Chromatica. Dance it out. <laughs> dance it out to rain on me. Rain on me. Bye. Um, and then we'll talk to you guys next week. So, bye. Bye.